0: you are listening to to, to, the explicit truth podcast jesus christ is one of the biggest cases of identity theft in human history not only did the devil change the name but deceived the people to believe that yahushua is part of a trinity no no no, yahushua is the messiah the son of the living alaim all right so we back the explicit truth podcast we had a quick break right there all right, so we're back. And so now, um, now we're talking about the Hebrews. Check it out. We are talking about the Hebrews now. We're talking about the Israelites. Okay? Now, let's talk about it. And this is where, if I have Israelite viewers, you know, you know Could be offended, right? But all esteem to Yahuwah because He's gonna help. He's gonna help us through, and uh, you know, test all things. So there's a, there 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 is a gospel, an enchantment, a divination, a alternative good news about Yahuwah. Another good news, which is the gospel. Israelites are preaching, right? That because you know you were Israelite, you're the gospel. So because you you how do, let me let me word it right. Knowing your identity as an Israelite and receiving that is the good news. Right? And, that, and they'll throw Yahushua in there and, and put them on the back burner and say, yeah, Yahushua died for your sins. Rose on the third day. She gotta believe in him. But you gotta keep the commandments. And you're Israelite. But the Israelite thing is more in the forefront than anything else. Everything else is in the background, right? This is an alternative good news. And let Shaul's words apply. If you are a teacher, let them be accursed. Preaching another the good news. Why? Because it is a, it is a, they are enemies of the stake. As Shaul said, they are enemies of life. They are taking, they, with, as Yahushua said, they are taking the keys and those people that would go in, they are stopping them. This is why you have people that's out there. We know we cannot boast in it being an Israelite. So, uh, the stones, right? We know, he said, man, he could raise these stones up to be children of Abraham. Matter of fact, Yahushua said, the sons, Will come The sons of Abraham will come from the east and the west. But guess what? They will be thrown in out of darkness. That's heavy. That's heavy. He said the sons of Abraham will come from the east and west, but thrown into out of darkness. Why? Because they didn't know him. So keeping the law, keeping the commandments is not the good news. It's, it's not the good news. It's internal good news. It's, a, it's, it's an alternative. Right? Uh, so you have that. Then you have people that come and say, well, you can't worship Yehusha. So in Revelation, it said that they bow to the one who sat on the throne and the lamb. Bowing is the high, highest form of worship. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. So for somebody to say they ain't going to worship Yehusha, that's crazy because, you know, and that gets into doctrinal difference because people say, well, we're gonna talk about that, but watch out for those people. Watch out for those teachers that says, "Oh, you can't worship Bihouche, man." You know, uh, and, and this is what I'm gonna start sharing some of my dreams and visions to, to 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 back up to the Trinity. I remember one of the first uh, dreams Yahuwah gave, gave me. It was a it was a false prophet book. It was a false prophet book. And it was dealing with Christianity, and it had T.D. Jakes. It had, uh, I believe it was Joel Osteen. It was it was, a, it was a few folks in there. I can't really recall right now their names, but it was like, it was a lot. It was a lot. And as time went on, I, I understood it more, especially when it comes to the good news. But this is what you have, and you have those people That are speaking against Yahushua. Coming with a self right. Because that's what that spirit is in the Hebraic community. For the most part. I'm not saying a blanket statement. Because there are people that believe the truth. But let's say a lot of people in the Hebraic movement. Keeping the law is the gospel. You're Israelite. It's the gospel. This is what they're coming with. That's what they're coming with and saying. And we know what it's saying right here. It's saying the stones. So, woe to those teachers. Right? Now, we're about to get into some ministries that you may ascribe to, but you may not know uh, what they own. Right? And so, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, one of the big beliefs when it comes to Yahushua in the Hebraic community is what they call modalism. Right? Modalism is a doctrine that there are pers- the persons of the Trinity represent three, only three modes or aspects of divine revelation, not distinct coexisting persons in a divine nature. Unitarian. A person, especially a Christian, who exerts the unity of God and rejects the the doctrine of the Trinity, right? So this was an early debate, too. They was talking about the, when I say all the debate, you know, in, in the early times of Rome and the 300s and stuff like that, they were talking about modalism, too, because there was arguments about that stuff. So it's been going on for a while, right? And it also comes back to Nimrod, the beast, the dragon, the false prophet, right? Now. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> so, there there I have So I used to be cool with a person named Demetric Pruitt, right? And he's a rapper if you familiar with him on um online Demetric Pruitt. You probably heard I was actually in some of his videos and stuff. And uh we ha- we had some we had some doctrinal Differences when it comes to the Sabbath and things, but we're really, we're really at around this time when Yahuwah was like really showing me about the good news. I was, I was used to share that with, with people and, and, you know, and we talked about it and what came up is he believed that, uh, that Yahuwah. Abba Yahuwah was actually Yahushua. Right? And when I say that, I mean that basically that Abba Yahuwah basically uh manifested himself in Yahusha. Not to say, not not to say that that, you know, because a lot of people say, Well, what you saying? Yes, I know about Philip. He said if you he said, why do you ask to see the father when, you, you know, if, he, if you see him, you've seen the father? Why? Because Yahuwah's spirit is in Yahushua. He's a representation. So you've seen the father. Now, people will go so far and take that and say, well, see, he said you've seen the father. And they'll go somewhere with that and say. But so he was on that and he was saying, basically, Yahushua is going to morph back, morph back into Yahuwah. You know, and so that was that was that was that you know so and there's going to be a lot of names that's going to be dropped and the reason why these names are dropped is number one Yah has been moving me to drop these names and praying that you know if there is any room for repentance that it be had but people need to know people need to know that the, of the of the false prophets out there because they are deceptive because uh they say the same thing you saying but they are tear at the time Right There's another brother named uh, uh, Zaka Yahoo, Z-A-K-A-R Yahoo. He's a rapper too And uh, I remember this conversation I had with him And I'm talking on the phone And I hear the voice of Yahoo, uh, should say He doesn't believe And I was like what? Yeah he don't believe And so I was moved to ask him a question I asked him about Daniel I asked him about You know What he said about Yahushua And he was saying well He didn't believe that He believed that it's only Yahuwah The father Abba Yahuwah And that Yahushua is like a Projection or you know However people word it They should get fancy with the words and stuff But he was on that And then You know I took we went to Daniel and he just he just like that that demonic spirit just it just got crazy and I had to uh in that we had to end that you know but um okay so the sefer bible so most mostly, most as the awakening has been happening a lot of people been clinging to the sefer bible cuz it has these different scriptures in there and so people been clinging to the sefer bible but you need to look up Stephen, the guy behind the Sefer Bible. The guy behind the Sefer Bible preaches another good news, right? So I just, the people I just named before, they preach another good news. It just ain't the Trinity we talking about. We talking about modalism now. We talk about this idea that Abba Yahuwah is doing all these projecting, specifically projecting as the son of Elohim but there There being no in their doctrine There is no specific person that was Brought forth that is the son of Elohim Abihuahua don't have To project himself as the son of Elohim Because he brought forth his son So this Modalism doctrine is Crazy Right and You know so look up the Person behind the Sefer Bible and look Him up and he has on his His you know you can see that he believes in modalism right he believed you know another person that when I first came in a walk if y'all are old enough to probably remember this name or came across him Lou White Lou White is another person who rejects Yahusha because look we want to talk explicit truth podcast right <laughs> so we don't we want to talk directly is these people don't believe in Yahusha they don't believe in yahushua they don't believe in yahushua beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see if they are from Elohim. so when you find out a spirit is not from Allahim, they they an imposter no matter how smooth no matter how intelligent no matter that's why that's that's what Shaul was saying. No matter if it's a messenger from heaven and it's they coming with all the steam and 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 the trickery and the it, they got the you know the pageantry and the, the music and the, all this stuff. Nah, I ain't trying to hear it. Because if you come in calling lightning down from the sky, we gotta stick to the testimony that was delivered to us by the Father. In which just as he showed Kepha who his son was, we gotta. As the father shows us who she is, we have to receive that testimony. Why? Because his identity, his identity. Man, this, I, I, I love talking about this. Everybody always talk about like in the Hebrew prayer community, everybody's talking about physical identity. But what matters is the spiritual identity of Hamashiach. Because if he's just a Joe Smo, how are we going to die for us and how it's going to be valid? If he just Joe more off the street, what, what that's going to do for us? You know, and it trips me up how people say they believe in the Messiah. You got these Ebionites, Eben, And so let's talk about the Ebionites. You have Ron Shields and you have Divine Pro. you know, what they call themselves, Divine Prospect. And they have these community events. They have the Hebrew award, Awards and they will, you know, giving this dude, award. man, like the thing about it is this guy in particular, Oh, they believe in Hamashiach. And when they say, but they believe in Hamashiach, no, no, no. What it is, is they'll believe he existed. But will they follow him? Will they believe in his testimony? No, they don't. So you have people that will say, you know, oh, well, he was just, he was a, he was a prophet. He was a good prophet. You know, like how Islam do. Oh, he was, he was a good prophet. You know, we're supposed to, he's our brother, man. We're supposed to be supposed to be, you know, man. Look, yeah, he our brother, man, but he, he, he's the creator, bro. He is the only begotten son, man. He is the, 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 the visible image of the invisible Elohim, Who no one has never seen. You have people like Zion Lex. Preaching other good news in the Hebrew community. That's what he told him in the early. He said, y'all, y'all put up with this how are y'all, I mean, y'all putting them with the devil how are you gonna to listen to the devil telling you about the truth how are you gonna how are you gonna accept anything from the devil and take it as truth? you have watchmen reports but Re- watchmen and- the Re- board we let's talk about this so i Yehoah gave me a dream about watchmen and uh I was on their vine- I was on a vineyard in the dream. I was on a vineyard and I heard Watchmen and Deborah Watchmen reports preaching or teaching, and uh, and I picked up fruit that was on a vineyard and was rotten it was just rotten. It was just like, it was just, it was just disgusting. And, uh, you know, I was asking you who about the dream and he really like, he didn't, he didn't, I mean, cause the dream seemed obvious. It's like, they're basically saying their fruit their fruit and teachings is rotten. Right. I mean, that's the first thing that came, but I wasn't really like a follower of their ministry. I was like, it. Hit, it kind of hit me out the hit me out the blue because i wasn't really like deep on their stuff i would watch you know stuff here and there but it wasn't like i was like i'm part of their ministry type of thing and uh i was like yeah what does this mean so i really didn't get a full i didn't really get a like an answer like that like it it came in bits and then one day i was on uh youtube and a video popped up and they were saying is it was something to the effect of and i can you know if you if you need the materials. Um, I can give it to you, but it was something to the effect of is, you know, Yahusha, Yahuwah, um, to the effect. And this, this video was years ago and, um, and I heard Yahusha say, that's it. It's like, when he said it, I automatically knew it was that dream. <laughs> like he was like, that's it. And I watched the video and sure enough, they denied Yahusha in the video and believe in this modalism stuff. You know, they believe in this, in this projection. That's what I call the projection. They believe Yahusha is just a projection in that Yahuwah is like, Yahuwah been on the throne, bro? <laughs> he been on the throne. He been on the throne. He ain't projecting. He ain't, he got people that he got people. He sent, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got people. He sent, that's why I say he sent this son. If you send your son, that means you, you there, you at the place. If I send somebody, if I'm saying at one place, I'm gonna send somebody. I ain't going, I'm sending somebody else. That's what it meant. Right. Now his spirit is with him because he get him, but he ain't going his, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he at his place where he at. So, and I seen it and it was crazy because when I was watching the video, people were confused. People was like, what are you saying? What are you saying? Uh, uh, Who's the father? You know what I'm saying? Like, and people was confused, stumbling block. Let him be accursed. If they don't repent, let them be accursed, as the scriptures say. What the scripture say? Why? Because they are shutting the door. I've seen it with my own eye. I've seen Yahuwah speak this about this teacher and see in real time people being deceived in the comments, in the live comments, being deceived and swayed. And their little children are stumbling because people coming in. Oh, what are you saying? What are you saying? Oh. I was thinking that, or I seen that other, the devil working. Woe to them! And as this word gets out, you can share it with them. You can do whatever, but the word is out, and the 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 the, the face of Yahuwah is against them. It's against them, and they're storing up wrath. They're storing up wrath. You may say, well, what? <laughs> it ain't that. Sh- the scripture says, it "says it let them be accursed." Why? Because they are shutting the doors. They are shutting up the way. They are blocking people from seeing Yahuwah. And you can't say you called as a prophet. You can't say you called as a minister. You can't say you called as whatever title you want to put on yourself and be a little teacher and be behind this YouTube and. Yahuwah ain't called you, number one. And number two, you don't possess the truth. How can you speak the truth and not possess the truth? The witness of Yahushua is a spirit of prophecy. How can you prophesy and you don't have the testimony of Yahushua? You can't. He is the truth. Right? Next on the list, you have Hebrew nation building, which is ran by Joshua Cullings and Morris Williams. So I had a dream. Where. In the dream, I hear Morris Williams preaching. And I hear a voice, the voice of YAH saying they are preserving the seed of the wicked. right? They are preserving the seed of the wicked. That's what I heard. That's what I heard you would say. So it usually, ha- it, this was interesting because it happened before. And then it was kind of like, okay, it's like, you kind of know what it means, but you don't, you know what I'm saying? And you just like waiting for y'all to really explain it. And what he explained, what he, what he, what he, what he revealed. And it took. I don't know how long after that, that, dream this video came out but they had a video uh come out where they have one of the teachers and this was probably probably about nine months ago or so and the teacher says because i don't have his name so i can't i can't name drop him but he says uh that yahushua is the father right and then you you know you risk you listen to the rest of the video and he's definitely saying Yahushua is the father, and then you there's other videos so they had the Yehusha code videos, and there's another teacher that says you know I I looked looked at it he said you know Matthew twenty eight he says the name of the father, son Ruach he said is one name, he says that Yehusha is Yahuwah, Abba Yahuwah, right. And there is no one besides him. There is there is no other person that he is. Uh, Yahuwah. And we know Yahushua is Yahuwah because he came out of the essence of Yahuwah. But he's not Abba. And so they didn't make the clarification that. And why did they make the clarification? Because that unity spirit, that modalism spirit is in there, which is another good news. And I don't care how much people can sing or praise, worship and speaking tongues or do whatever they doing is if you don't carry the witness of yahushua you are none of his you don't got the ruach period whatever you talking about whatever spirit you think you got and you don't care the testimony of yahushua, you don't got the ruach right so but yeah so they have the yahushua code and like i said if you need more clarification you need time stamps of these videos, if you, you don't believe, you know, saying like. We can get the information, I can get the information to you, right? So you have Holder. Her royal roots. She says it explicitly in one of her videos that. She was on a modalism. Right. That. Uh, you know, people come with this. You who is one. They come. Really, a lot of people misuse Deuteronomy chapter four. You know, here al Yashrael Yahuwah, Elohim is one. And so they'll use that and try to, you know, just say that he's one person and don't don't understand that word God. it means unity. But hold to her royal roots, right? Uh and you have many other ministers and rappers. Um, disciple of Yahushua, Yehush- Yehusha. I mean yahu Yehushua, which is Hadara. Hadara the singer's husband He's another one He believes in uh, The modalism Right Another one um, There's another person named Watchman of Yahuwah He passed away But he was on He was on um, He was on that too Like uh Yuhusha is the father Devoted to Yah, the one that sings Shima, you know, the, the Shima song is another one. Go look at his testimony about what he's saying about Yahushua. Beloved do not believe every spirit but test his because the devil's getting more tricky with how he's doing this because he's using the talented people. Just like when I was you know, I, I used to be cool with uh uh Prince Prince Daoud, Prince David, the singer, the one who did the harp. And uh I remember In L.A., you know, we had a conversation and he was battling with whether Paul was legit, you know, and and y'all used me to share some things. And like the background of Shaul and like people don't know that Shaul was like Shaul was connected to the community. Like he was he was even though he was on the wrong side when he was doing what he was doing, but he was related to some people, you know, and. Kefa really co-signed him but he 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 was still on that like nah I don't know he say this and he say this and this and that and then sure enough he done fell away from the whole not even believing in Hamashiach you know and so what I want to what I want to share with you is all, all the people I named they don't believe in Hamashiach because a person says oh yeah I believe in Yusha he said these people honor me with their lips but their hearts are far from me he says in the end, he will tell them to part, not saying these people that he's going to tell them to part. you forbid, pray that there is, you know, some repentance, a space of repentance. But the people that don't repent, he's going to tell them to part from him. He never knew him. He never knew him. They thought they knew about him, but he never knew them. You see what I'm saying? So it's a growing wave. And I believe this, this because something got revealed recently, the Trinity and the modalism Hebraic modalism thing is very, very well linked. Why? Because Christianity will say with the Trinity, they worship one God, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. He's manifesting himself in three different people. Co, co, equal, co, eternal, co, substantial, but it's one God, so they kind of they they they're leaning more thought, you know. They're saying that they're uh, monotheism, right? And the modalism say is one Elohim, or you know if they saying God. And we know that we already talked about a God thing, but let's keep moving. Is, is really they're really close? This hit me, and I was like, oh yeah, I put this on, and I was like, oh that's crazy is they're both really kind of like on the, on the modal, they both kind of modalism. Why? Because they both on monotheism, right? They say them, they're monotheists, right? They both saying they're monotheists. But the wording in which they even describe the Trinity as it's three persons, but it's one God. And the modalism is saying it's one God. They're actually closer than they, than they, you know, try to beef against each other. And what I, what I believe is that. Modalism is going to be the wave of the future. It's going to be the wave of the future. People are going to say they have revelation, you know, just like how I tell you about like how Hebrew nation building, you know, they felt like they had a revelation that, uh Yahusha is abba and all this stuff it's not a revelation bro nothing can be laid which was already laid nothing can be laid and you got people that get real tricky cuz they you be saying the same word they be it be sound like they saying the exact same thing you saying but only Yahuwah knows the hearts of men and can try the kidneys and the 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 insides to know like they're really saying so you got to ask people you got to test the spirit and you got to ask them what they believe about yahushua and let the ruach expose itself right so now we're going to talk about the good news because we we, we had to talk about the false good news but what is the basora? we're going to talk about what the basora is right after this jam when we come back
1: deuteronomy 10 20 you shall fear Yahuwah Eloheka, him shall you serve, and to him shall you cleave, and swear by his name.
0: are talking about we, we talked about the, good, the gospel we talked about the Christian version we talked about the Hebrew version and now we're about to talk about the explicit truth the truth the good news the basura let's talk about it what is the basura what is the good news right let's talk about it let's go on it let's, let, let, let's, let's pull it up You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it. Let's dive into it. Let's get it, right? All right. Let's get it. One second. All right. Now, I'm going to be quick. So, last year, really, Yahuwah was really honing in on what the good news was. I had an understanding who had been building my understanding for a uh, couple years. But last year was really it. like you who was really. And I'm going to share that, share more of that testimony about like the events and things me and my wife went through that really brought us to understand what this what the good news was and who you who she was, you know. So um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The time is fulfilled, he said, and the kingdom of Allahim is near. Repent and believe in the good news. Mark 115. What is the good news? What does it mean to repent? Because we got to break down his words. We got to say he said first, you said repent and then believe. So you can't believe until you repent. But what does it mean to repent? Repent is from the Hebrew word shab, Which means to return or turn back. In Genesis 126, Allahim said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish and over the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over all over the livestock and over all of the earth. Every over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. The word image here means representation of the original and likeness means the son from the blood of his father is like his father when adam was created his form was a representation of alahim and his nature or character was like alahim so when it says that we are made in an image of alahim it means that our form well, our form and representation is the representation of alahim and his nature in and, and our character is in his likeness. Shatan told them. That they could become Allah. Genesis 3.5. Now which is interesting because. When you look at Genesis. And you look at that word. you look in 3.5. In the Hebrew. The word. The word like is very iffy. And what I mean is. Is when you read it, he's on he's saying you could become Elahim. Why? And it makes sense because Isaiah 14. What he's saying? He's saying he wants to become Elahim. He said he's gonna, he was trying to replace him. He's trying to put his throne in the highest of heavens where Yahuwah dwells. He wants to become Yahuwah. That's what he believed in his heart. So he turns around and pushes this lie to Adam and Hawa, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve believed him and ate his words, but they did not become Alahim. Now, here's the thing. Is when you read it, it says, that's why you got the Ruach, man, HaKodesh. Because it says that in a translation, it'll say, oh, he, they be, he became, like they said, his the scripture says in that scripture, it'll say like, they became like Allah, knowing good from evil. Right. And so we're not going to get deep into it. Cause I, cause I don't have, I don't have that specific note to really say it word for word, but that's not the original Translation. Why do we know that? Because they were already like Allahim. Why would Yahuwah say they have become like him? It doesn't make sense. They were already like him. And people can say, well, in that aspect, no, but when I I gotta, we gotta do a we gotta do talk about that. Because what it really, what that translation really says, when you look at it, they actually became like Shaitan. They actually became like Shaitan. They didn't become more like Yahuwah. Because you're saying they didn't know good from evil? That's what I'm, so we got to ask these, we got to, I'm not saying the question, of the scriptures. I'm saying that the Ruach HaKodesh will show you the trickery of Shaitan in the scriptures of how he try to manipulate certain words, because Yahuwah tells Adam before Hawa, he tell him to guard the garden. He tell him what to do and what and what not to do. So there is a concept of good and evil. So for the, for the, for the translation to say they became like Allah, knowing good from evil. You telling me they didn't know good from evil. That's how they, that's how they paint it. They paint it like that. They paint it in the, the, the them scribes try to paint it. Like they didn't, they was just, they didn't know nothing. He told them to guard the garden. If you're going to guard the garden, that means you guarding from something. You telling me they didn't know about, you telling me that there wasn't a, uh, you telling me that they didn't know about your They don't know nothing about your They didn't know nothing about you no, know, the eat. Cause the, the messengers had fell already. So they didn't know no concept of evil. That was around, and furthermore, when you get into that translation, it says when you look at that word "know," it's an intimate. It's an intimate knowing. It's it's a relationship. So, when it says they have become like us, knowing good from evil, when you look at the word, when you look at good, the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil, right? This is the thing: is who is good? Who was told? Behusha says. Why do you call me good? There's no one good except the father. Yahuwah is good. Yahuwah is told. He's not good and evil. <laughs> He's not good and evil. So. To intimately know. Yahuwah doesn't intimately know evil because it's not in his being. It's not in his realm. It has nothing to do with him. Now he can. He controls it. Right. He can. he can As we notice how the scripture says that both. Good and evil comes forth from him. Why? Because he can, when that word is forth from him, it means that he can send words, he can send lying spirits, he can, you know, cause, you know, calamity to happen by sending a you know, sending a word. So yes, things things can happen, evil things can happen if Yahuwah speaks it. Yes. But that translation is misleading a lot of people thinking that they became like that it's the trickery. Right. No. Mankind after the fall did not become like Yahuwah. They became like Shatan. This is why is this important? Because if, if you don't really understand that, how how are you going to repent from the sins of Adam? How are you going to repent from your sins? Because you are automatically going to think that. You know, people can use that and say, well, what's the big deal? You know, like you already no. So we ain't playing that tricky. We're going to move on for that. OK, so. Um, they became like Satan, having an intimate relationship with good and evil. Needless. Cause what does Jehovah say about good and evil? He says, you can't, you can't be wishy. You can't be lukewarm. You can't serve two masters. Unless he spew you out. So this is what they own. They own that spewing out. They own that mixing. They own that lukewarm. Right. That's why they got kicked out of the garden. Think about it. They ate from the tree. The tree it's going to. Ooh, hallelujah. Think about it. They ate from the knowledge of the good of the tree of good and evil, which AKA is Satan, is the dragon. They ate from that tree, and the fruit of that tree got them kicked out. So you it, that that should tell you that don't nothing good coming from eating good and evil. The mixing. That's how the enemy dis- deceives because he'll mix some good stuff and he'll put the evil stuff in there and that's how they get people to eat it. Because you got a little bit of poison in there and you mix it in that poison everywhere. And a little bit of mixing, a little bit of leaven, leavens the entire lump. So they tricking people. The scribes, them scribes is crazy, man. When I say the scribes, the, the when I say crazy, man, I mean like, because I don't want to say nothing past scripture, but what Yehusha said, some of the, you know, that what he said about him. Needless to say, Adam's form, nature, and character was altered. Even down to the DNA level. And because we are inside of his loins, when he, we were inside of his loins, when he sinned, we all sinned. We all sin. That's why Dau can say. In the Ruach. When I was in my mother's womb. I was a sinner. Why? Because when, when, when Yahuwah was speaking to Adam. He was speaking to all of us. However Yahuwah still desires us to be. In his image and likeness. But we must turn back to him. Through his son Yahusha, Who in his death. Defeated sin. When he said it is finished, John 19 and 30 on this, on the stake or the cross. So how do I repent? So we just talked about repent, repent we're talking about the good news, right? And we talked about like, what is this? What is the good, what is the good news? What does it mean to repent? Shab, turn back, turn back to who? Turn back to Yahuwah. How do you turn back to Yahuwah? By through the way. But you got to repent. How do you repent? How do I repent? You must know in your heart that you fell with Adam and have sinned and are in need of a Messiah. You are in need of Messiah. You are in need of a Mashiach to deliver you from your sins. And now let's let's talk about how Christianity becomes in that because they'll think it's just a prayer you know, the sinner's prayer, say the sinner's prayer and you deliver from your sins. Repentance is a process. Repentance is a process. He will bring up your sins because it's not just about you get a clean record and go about your business. You don't even know what you did. That's part of the repentance process is you got to know what you did. How did you offend me? Because if you don't know, you're going to do it again. So he's going to bring up the trauma. He's going to, when the Ruach is moving, he's going to bring up these things. He's going to bring up and show you how to repent, to turn from that, turn from those mind states, turn from those thoughts. It's the process. But the first wave of that process is to recognize that you are a sinner. And that you fell with Adam. Right? Dao says this, he says, Search me, O him and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way in me and lead me to the way of everlasting. Psalms 139, 23, 24. Let Yahuwah search you. That's how you repent, is you ask you who to search you, and he'll show you his he'll show you your sins. Pray and ask him to show you your sins, and he will answer you. I, I say this all the time. <laughs> If you want to hear from the voice of if you want to hear from Yahuwah, like straight up, if you want to hear from Yahuwah, ask him about your sin. Ask him. And why? Why? He is passionate about showing you your sins. This is what I learned about you. He's passionate about Why? Because he still has that word he put out there in Genesis 126 that he made us in his image and likeness. And he's still expecting that to be fulfilled. But it can only be fulfilled by repentance. Through Yahushua. And then we're going to talk about the Ruach HaKodesh, right? So. Let's talk about it. Right. So. Sin means that you have not you have not loved him and have broken his word. The Torah, the laws, the commandments, the instructions, and miss the mark. Once he shows you your sin, confess what you did and why you did it. Right? And uh, and allow him to reveal the deepest thoughts and lies you told yourself or believed. To what you believe to fall into that sin. These lies have established covenant with covenants with demons. Giving them legal power to steal, kill, and destroy your life, whether you know it or not. For these covenants to be broken and your sins to be forgiven, you must believe in the good news. So, before you accepted Yahushua HaMashiach, as the scriptures say, you were in the kingdom of darkness, you were a servant of Shaitan. you had a covenant. With Shatan and those demons. Right. But the only way that could be broken. Because when Yahushua was on that stake. When he said it was finished. This is powerful. When he said it was finished. Not only everything in the book that was prophesied. Was, was, was finished. Is he said. he He defeated sin. See his death defeats sin. And his resurrection defeats death. So one of the things that the devil don't know don't want people to know about is that he's been defeated. He's been defeated. That means, and I remember sidebar, I'm going a little bit off track, but we're gonna come back. As I remember through our experience, Yah was showing us because we was talking about all oh, the you know the blood of Yahushua, you know, because in Christianity we learn like the blood of, you know, we we're gonna talk about the blood in a second. But we, we talked about the blood of and we But we were ignorant in the fact of like, oh, I plead the blood, the blood, the blood. And what Yah was explaining to us, what Yahuwah was explaining to us, he's like, look, man. And what Yahushua was explaining to us, like, look. Yahushua said it was finished. And he took us to that scripture. the blood, His blood speaks. More than the blood of Abel. That what he. The blood he already spilled. Still speaks. So when people are trying to. You know. All the blood. No. You have to rest in the finished work. Of Yahushua. You have to rest in the finished work. It is finished. That means he defeated. That means that no demonic power. If you truly believe in Yahushua. Can have power over you. Why? Because it's finished. What does it say? What does the scripture say in John? It says. For this reason, Yahushua was manifest to destroy the works of the devil. And he did it. Hallelujah. Extend to Yahuwah. He destroyed the the works. So that means that sin has no power. It has no power. So what is the good news, right? And so to get out these covenants that people have, you know, you got to repent. Got to confess. As the brother Kepha said perfectly, inspired by the Ruach, repent, be immersed, repent. Right, let's go to it. Come on, scripture, let's go to it. Acts 2 and 38. I believe it's 2 and 38. Acts 2 and 38. And Kepha said, Repent and eat, let each one of you be immersed in the name of Yahushua for the forgiveness of sins. Because that's, oh, this is hit me. Immersed. Immersed in water. Immersed in his ruach. Immersed. You know when you know when people say like, you know, they studying they're studying for a new craft you know, a, 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 a new, uh, when I say craft, I mean, you know, a new profession or, uh, this, this, this new endeavor and they immerse themselves in the, in the, the knowledge and information. You have to immerse yourself in his name, literally, <laughs> you know, um, for the forgiveness of sins and you shall receive the gift of the set apart spirit. It's a gift, right? It's a gift. It's a gift. What is the good news? Let's say this in short, because we're gonna we're gonna say this in short. We got a little bit we got a little bit to go. We we right there. Let's say this in short. What is the good news? Yahusha is the good news. Yahusha is the good news. Like you can you you can I remember when Yahuwah showed me that because you know people okay people can, people can try to pin it down to his act to his sacrifice which is encompasses that and is part of that and not to diminish that but what y'all was showing he's like the Who Yahushua is, he is the good news that he has been revealed that he, when he was there, when he was coming, he has been revealed. The word has been revealed. Look, look at this. Look at this. The good news is that Yahushua is the Messiah. It's like, it's like, it's like it's a bracket. You got, what is the good news? Yahushua. And then we say, well, who, who is Yahushua? Yahushua is the Messiah. The son of the living Alahim. Matthew 16, 16. You got to hold on to that. Matthew 16, 16. I'm telling you, hold on to that scripture. That's our confession. That's our confession to you. Look, if you, if you go back and you type in a search of how many times the people and the Pharisees will question Yahushua and say, even in the, even at the trial, the high priest, tell us plainly, are you the Mashiach, the son of Alahim? He said, You have said it. You got to hold on to that. Because they condemned, they condemned him for, to death, said he has blasphemed. Because it wasn't a title. When he said it, it wasn't a title as the Trinitarians try to make it out to. He was saying he is the offspring. Of Abba Yahuwah, the, the 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 direct descendant, <laughs> the direct descendant of Abba Yahuwah. That's 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 a heavy. It's like, man, you a man standing here. How are you direct descendant? How do you come out of his very bosom? Out of him. The one, the one that, the one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You came out of him. Let's talk about it. It says. Prophesied as the Mashiach. He was sent to atone for our sin, for the sins of Israel and the world. Now, I know people oh, the world, this and that. Right. You know, the pro Israelites that get, you know, Israel only type of people is. Yes. Other people, other nations can get in. I'm just going to sit, say that. Right. Because when you look at the word cosmos, Genesis. Genesis. I mean, not Genesis, but um, John 316 for Elohim. So loved the cosmos. He so loved his creation because what people don't understand is sin. Sin affected the very creation. Sin affected the moon. Sin affected the sun. That's why he got to redo everything. It affected everything he created. That's how that's how evil sin is. So he so loved everything that he made. That he gave his son. And so now, of course, we going not get into, you know, Nephilim and all that other stuff, you know, in people that are not really people. I'll leave it at that. But. Yes, other na- other nations that if they as he explained to Kepha, he said that if anyone anywhere would fear Allah and keep his commandments right, that he will accept them. So that's what we believe. Yahushua, he is the lamb of Allahim who takes away the sins of the world. Or you can say cosmos too, right? The cosmos, why? Because people try to to make it about them. When I say the flesh, they try to make it about the flesh. But why does he take away the sin of the world, of the cosmos? Why? Because he's going to write... He's going to write all the stuff that he's going to remove the sin. Literally, his work to dest- that destroyed the sin. His work that destroyed the works of the devil is going to remove sin from the cosmos. He's going to remove. He is going to a, a good scripture to read. I don't know if I have it in here, but it's, it's, it's Daniel where it talks about Daniel chapter nine, and it talks about the work that Yahushua would do, right? That he would bring in everlasting righteousness, that he would seal up sin, that, you know, these different things. For this purpose, the son of Elohim was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. First John three and eight. Yahushua's death destroyed the power of sin and defeated Shatan and the fallen angels. They're defeated. They are defeated. They are lost. They just, they just on borrowed time right now. Yahushua's death has put an end to this to sins and sealed up transgressions and blotted out iniquities, making atonement for the punishment and guilt. That's Daniel 9, 24. So, look, this is the thing that happens in Christianity, you know, because I have I have Christian friends. And when we get into we, you know. When we get into these conversations and I say friends because. Yah, is doing the work, right? Yah, is working on people? So you can't counsel a lot of people out. Yes, you gotta, you gotta speak the special truth to them. But Yah, who is working on people, right? He's working on people. So hallelujah to that. That Yahuwah don't throw us away just because we in some falsehood, right? And on our, you know, because we was all on the path to, to the Sheol. Keep it real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, hallelujah. So. Um. So check it out. Yahusha put into sins. He still. Tr- this is the difference between a lot of the Trinitarians and just people that that have a different good news. They have the gospel. Is this revelation that Yahushua has took away sins according to the prophecy of Daniel? That means now he's exp- if he. The power that that Yahushua is now given is he's taken away the power of sin. That means that now he's expecting us to walk in righteousness because he's saying there's no excuse now. Sin doesn't have any power. Why? Because all throughout Yahushua's ministry, because think about it. Genesis 126 is no one. Could walk and fulfill that. Because we all sin. We've all sinned. So no one could. No one could feel Genesis 126. And truly be in the likeness and image. But Yahushua HaMashiach. So because he fulfilled that. Through him and by him. Now. We have access. because Because all the things that we go through. He faced in a sense of them demonic spirits and that sin trying to get him to sin. and He defeated it. So that's why he said when he when he said it's finished, he went through his whole life and didn't sin. All the all the evil thoughts that try to come in a man, all the the trip ups and the demonic spirit. We don't even we don't even know the totality of what he faced because we know what's written. But well, we don't know the demonic forces that was trying to come against his mind, the, the 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 trickeries and the the madness and all these different spirits trying to get him to sin, and even to the point when he was in the garden, where the demonic spirits was circulating him and, and taunting him and you know doing all these things, and he had to resist the thoughts, and he had to resist those things, uh, 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 in so much prayer that. He started sweating blood. And when he says it's finished, those words, those words, it is finished. is saying, oh, it's finished. Sin is defeated. It's defeated. Adam's sin and your sins should separate you from Yahuwah, Elohim, for all of eternity, because he is set apart and has never sinned, and we were made in his likeness and nature, so he so that meant we were to never sin. I remember who gave me that, and I was like, "Wow!" Because you know, people can look at they can diminish sin and you know, like low play it, and it was like, "Oh, somebody just messed up." Like you think about it, he was expecting Adam to never sin. And here's the thing. And people say, well, why, you know, well, why would he put the, the dragon in the garden? You know, he know he's deceptive and, you know, you ain't no robot. He made us in his likeness image. That means you got a choice. That means he up there, he can choose, he could choose to destroy something. He could choose whatever, whatever he want to do in his righteousness and he could choose to do it. And he's saying, man, I got a choice. The thing about Yahweh is he, he know all the infinite possibilities. Because it wouldn't be a true choice if he didn't give you a choice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then it would be some, on some deception. But he's giving you a true choice. That's why he said choose his day. You actually have a choice. Now, he may know you already lean, already know what you're thinking. You're leaning towards that. But he's going to give you a choice. And however you're going to move, that's what's going to determine certain things. That's, that's the sovereignty of Yah in which is just in his greatness. Right? So, check this out. Take this out. We we're supposed to be separated. We we're supposed to never sin. Ever. Period. Never. Not once. Not Yahoo ain't never sinned once. Once. Throughout the ages of eternity. From ages and ages to eternity that don't even that don't even have no number because we can't even find the back of it. We can't even find a starting point. Because Yahoo is from, you know, eons, you know, it's a. I think the Hebrew word is Olam. You know what I'm saying? Like from everlasting. Never. And Yahushua came on this earth and faced all the wickedness and never sinned. Not once. So he's expecting us to never. He said, like, I'm going I'm to restore it back. Y'all ain't going to never. I'm setting it up to where y'all ain't going to never. Y'all should never sin again. The good news is that if you repent, trust, and obey Yahushua, Mashiach, his blood will blot out all our sins recorded in his book and will remove remove the guilty verdict. Why his blood? I always It was strange. It was like, why his blood? Why did, This is just strange stuff, this blood. Because, you know, some of this stuff was never explained in Christianity. It was like, no, his blood this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So we talked about what it is to repent. What repentance means. How do I repent? Right? You got to have Yahuwah search you. Ruah got to come on you to repent. You got to believe in the good news. Who's the good news? Yehudah. He's the Mashiach. Son of Elohim. We, We bear the testimony that he bared the disciples bared the witness, right? And why his blood? And before we talk about it, we're going to have one more jam. We'll have one more jam and then before we're going to get out of here. But thank you for tuning in, tuning in to the explicit Two podcast. Hope you've been enjoying this. I know, I know it's been long. Uh, we've been going in. You may have to break it up, but this needs to happen so hallelujah.
2: grown goes up to the tallest tree just like yahuwah thoughts in the highest shammayim speak to the mountain be cast in the sea keep going only by moon of a the sea endure only by moon of a muster sea Children of the day Walking the line but she see you clean the this is
0: truth podcast we on the home stretch we talking about the good news we talking about uh what we talked about the gospel the trickery right but why his blood what's this thing about the blood the life of a being is in the blood DNA is in the blood that makes up the chromosomes of a person it contains all the information of their likeness nature and character when Yahusha became a man, his likeness, nature, and character fulfilled Genesis one hundred twenty six, because he was made in the image and likeness of his father, the begottenness. The blood that is spilled was his compassion, his favor, his patience, his great loving commitment, forgiveness and truth. His blood, because here's the thing. Let's back up. So when we talk about blood, we talk about likeness. That's what it means, Dom. So the so, I hope I pronounced them right. So the likeness, so the blood is really a metaphor, if you will. Right? It's a it's a real thing, but it's a, it's a metaphor, if you will, of the very nature. So when it says he spilled his blood, he spilled his compassion, his favor, his, 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 his patience, his great love and commitment, his forgiveness and truth. He spilled that. He spilled the very depths of his soul. That's what it's saying. So that's how precious the blood is, is it's not just, oh, it was just blood. It was like that was the very deepest of his heart. He spilled His blood allowed him to purchase you from Shatan, Who is the father of lies and sin? According to Leviticus 17 11, blood has the ability to atone for sins for the life of the flesh is in his blood. And I have given it to you to make atonement for your souls upon the altar. For it is the blood that makes atonement for your souls. You who shall blot it out? your sins severs the covenant you had with shatan you were originally a possession possession and property of yahuwah therefore yahushua was able to purchase you with his blood because with his this what it says with his own blood he entered to the most set apart place once and for all having obtained Eternal redemption, Hebrews 9 12. His redemption by his likeness, character, and nature pardons your sins and purchases you back, putting you in right standing with the Father, allowing him to send you his spirit to transform your soul, nature, and character from a sinful one to a righteous one, a soul. Resembling his compassion, favor, patience, great and loving commitment, forgiveness and truth. The nature of his spirit that will give you a uh, will give you is strong enough to transform you and give you power over your sinful nature inside your DNA. So check this out. Yahusha vouches for us. And. The thing about it is Yahuwah's word gotta be fulfilled. So if Yahushua doesn't come, if Yahushua didn't come, Genesis 126 still wouldn't be fulfilled. And if Genesis 126 still ain't fulfilled, how can we be in the image and likeness of Allahim? Because remember, he says that none of his words return to him void. But they will accomplish what he has sent it for. So if that's the case, Genesis 126 got to be fulfilled. We got to be in the image and likeness. But if they sinning, if, 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 if the sinful nature is overcoming them. So Yahushua vouches, he gets sent to us. You know, a good example of that is when Moshe was like, look. He was like, man, I'm going to destroy him. Just take him out. I'm going to raise you up as a nation. And then Moshe is standing in the gap. Nah. Oh, man, consider what you, what you said. The covenant that you made. Consider. All right. All right. <laughs> you know. So it's a beautiful thing where. Yahushua steps in that gap. And now he's saying, I'm going to come. And because a lot of people can get, this can get tricky, you know, sometimes in the Hebraic doctrine is people will say, well, he showed us how to do it. You know, people say that statement a lot. He showed us how to do it. I understand what you're saying, but you gotta be careful. Because you can come it it can come off on some Christ consciousness stuff. You know, that new age stuff. Why? Because you gotta talk about the power. The thing is, it ain't just him showing us how to do it. It's like he defeated sin and death. Without that happening, we have no we have no power you know, we don't have no keys. We don't have no access. Right? So if you trust and obey and know he is the resurrection who resurrected after three days and three nights, you will overcome the punishment of eternal death. That's what he defeated. He defeated sin and death. The curse of the law. When Yahushua died, he descended into the lower parts of the earth, taking the power that that eternal death in the grave had over us. Ephesians 4.9. If anyone rejects his sacrifice and doesn't obey him, they already They are condemned. John 3.18 and will expend and spend eternity without him and the father in an everlasting torment. Matthew 13, 44. They'll be on a home stretch. Yahushua is able to do this because he is a son of Elohim. He is the offspring and the literal son of our heavenly father. He is the only begotten son of the father. This means that in the beginning, the father brought forth and gave birth to his son through his wisdom. Making him his son. John 5 and 26. He is the image of the invisible Elohim, the firstborn of all creation, because in him were created all things in heaven, upon earth, the visible and invisible, whether thrones, dominions, principalities, authorities, all having been created through him and by him. First Colossians, I mean, Colossians 1 15 through 16. Being that he is the son of Elohim, all of creation must bow and submit to his authority. Even the fallen angels who are demons. In the name of Yahushua and his death, burial, resurrection, any demonic covenants, demons, habits, strongholds, sicknesses or illness can be broken, healed or cast out of your life. That's it. It is finished. So if you hear this and you say, "What must I do to be saved, delivered from this crooked generation? What must I do to be delivered from my sins?" We read it earlier. You need to repent and believe in the good news. Yeshua, not the tr- not the Trinity, Jesus Christ, not the modalism, Hebraic stuff. If you desire life and you say you love him, you must obey him. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's what he said. Here is one of those commandments. Kepha said to them, repent. Let each one of you be immersed in the name of Yahushua, Messiah, for the forgiveness of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the set apart spirit. The set apart spirit is a gift. That means that it's not automatic. A lot of people think they got the ruach and it just They just got it, but it's a gift. And when any gift from Yahuwah, you got to go through the fire to get the ruach, right? Call upon his nature. Call upon his name. Ask him. He will save you. Praise Yahuwah for his gift of salvation through his only begotten son. Let's talk about this real quick, and we're going to end it. He is the son of Elohim. He is the band. The seed of the house. The begotten. The word begotten in the Hebrew. uh, Means Yalad, Which means to conceive. Bring forth to born. Yahushua was born in heaven. Sometime in eternity's past. Making. Making the Abba. His father. Like. Let me read that again. Yahushua was born in the heavens. Sometime in eternity's past. Making Abba. Father, truly his father. yahushua was accused of 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 blaspheming in Matthew 26, 65, for this true claim. When he said, You have said it, they understood, they understood this. That's why they caught charged him with blaspheming. Because he's he was saying he was his son. He was brought forth, the the band, let's say that. Because I know sometimes sun gets mixed with the you know, word sun. But in terms of purposes, we're saying ban, ben, the begotten, the yalad, the brought forth through through the hakmah, through the wisdom. Because in him, all the wisdom of Elohim dwelled. So he was the, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is it. This is it, right? Because I mean, even in Christianity, you got they, them saying he died on Good Friday and he resurrected on Sunday. That's only two days, two nights. Who should die on the Passover on Wednesday? likely around 34 a d resurrected three days and three nights, right? And not to get into not to get into physical descript, uh, descriptions, but we you need to talk about it because Josephus talks about how he had dark skin and had Negro, you know, Negro features. Hey. Right. But we ain't going to spend too much time on that. So I'm going to read this last thing and we're going to we going to talk about this. There is one true Elohim, Yahuwah, Luke four and eight, the father and one only begotten for forth son of the father, who is our master, Yahushua. John 1, 18. Elohim father is unbegotten, unsearchable and from everlasting. He brought forth Yahushua from his own self through his Hakma. Psalms. Two and seven. Today, you are my son. But I'm going to read it real quick. Let's, 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 let's read this real quick. Let's read this real quick. He said, he said Yahuwah said to me, right? This is Yahuwah talking to Yahuwah. You are my son. Today I have brought you forth. Ask of me and I will make the nations your inheritance in the, in the ends of the earth your possession. I believe that, that Psalms 2 and 7 is when he brought them forth. That, that when he brought him forth. He asked him that question. When he brought him. That's heavy. Because a lot of people try to make it like a coronation. Like he designated that he was his son. But we know that's fantasy. Because there has to be someone. There has to be. There has to be one. There has to be a father. You should the father was greater than him. In power and estimation. I believe it's so deep that Yahushua is fascinated. And when I say fascinated, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but that he is, he, he praises the father and he is, he is enamored. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm trying to find words, but it's just, just running out. But he is elated that the father, like he's like, it's just, he's blown away because that's how great the father is. And I know that's how the, how his, the son is looking at the father, the Ben, right? So I believe that, that Psalms 2 and 7 is a, is a prophetic message that happened on that day that he brought him forth. He said, you are my son. Today I have brought you forth. Ask of me. This is what he told his son. He said, ask of me, and I will make the nations your inheritance and the ends of the earth your possession. That's what he told. That's what he told Yahushua. <laughs> That's what he told him. Because it wasn't like, you know, in the Trinity, it's like they sitting in heaven. And one day, he just like, oh, you're going to be my son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how he make it. But that's just confusion, man. It's like, no, he brought him forth. And he told him. He's like, you my son. Asking me. That's heavy, man. That's just like, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around. But look, he said, Allahim father is unbegotten, unsearchable from everlasting. He brought forth Yuhusha from his own self through his hakmah. Elohim birth or begot Yehusha. The Alephantah. Genesis one one. In the beginning. Barashit Elohim. Barah. Alephantah. And people you know. People that try to be philosophical. They say oh that's just a. Perfect participle of the conjunction. You know. and uh, Man. Look. The Ruach. HaKodesh. Our boast is that we know him that we know him because it's not by intellectual it's not by studying it's not by well you read the internet and you study google this is from yahuwah so if you get tripped up into that stuff you're gonna get jammed up so he birthed or begot Yahusha the elephant tie sometime in eternity's past in the heavens Yahusha is the creator And all came to be through him and by him. As we read, he is the Messiah, the son of Elohim. This is what he said. He says, for as the father possesses life in himself, so he gave. Check the wording. So he gave also for the son to possess life in himself. Did you hear him? He said the father gave him life. So he gave also to the son to possess life in himself. That means they, that means they two separate beings or persons or ever, you know, people get technical, but this, this right here, this, this right here, scripture, John five and 26 goes against the modalism and it goes against the Trinity. Why? Because it just said he gave him life. That's what it says. To possess life in himself. That means that the father is greater. Because you can't, ha- you can't get life from somebody else. If y'all the same person. So it goes against the oneness too. Because it just showed you that. It was two people. How how you know. And I, and I know people. It's plain. But you know people will switch it up. And say well actually. See. uh, You know they be on that. And I'm not trying to make fun of people but it but it is how do you say it says like I'm trying to find that scripture where it's like I ain't gonna say it's funny but the wicked sometimes are funny right um because as Yahuwah says like he laughs at them and I think that sometimes, you know, we don't have the ability because we, 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 we've done stuff. But I think sometimes these things are kind of not just comical, but it's just like, it's just silly. It's silly, the stuff that just comes out. It's just silly. But let's move on. It says, Yehusha said, I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Yahusha also said, for I Have not ascended to my father. But go tell my brothers. I am ascending to my father and your father. To my Elohim and your Elohim. That's it. That's it. He said look. I saw the heavens open. And the son of Adam sitting on the right hand of Elohim. So there it is man. You have been listening. To the explicit truth podcast. I know it's a little been a little minute. I know the show was a little, a little bit longer, uh, but I thank you for hanging in there. I thank you for just tuning in. It's a lot to unpack, and you may have to just go over this again because uh, we was on here like for a little minute. But um, and I need some water because it's, it's, it's getting a little. Uh, a little hot in the studio. <laughs> but man, I praise you who I praise you who are that. This had been on my heart for a while to talk about this and uh, it needed to be talked about. And I just want to just be real when it comes to just this topic and um, because it's serious. It's, it's serious, man. I'm like, how many brothers and sisters. I have seen just like over the course of time, just get swayed and just pulled and just deceived. And, and this is, this is, this is heavy, man. This, this is heavy. And so I, I was thinking today, I was telling my wife, I was like, man, you know, when, when we came into the truth, we were just like, just trying to find out, you know, who his name and, and just all these doctrines just stemmed up, and uh, but I'm thankful that Yah has brought this moment about to use this platform and other people's platforms to let people know the truth and uh but yeah, pray about this, seek your who about this um and about those ministries and all those different things, and uh, we're gonna catch you, so I'm not sure what the next episode is gonna be, but I enjoyed it, the Explicit Truth Podcast. I've been your host, Dennis Delamar. Praise Yahuwah. May Yahuwah brook this word. Uh, may it bear forth fruit sixty, eighty, a fold. And may me we be baruked to see each other again. You know, I ain't really seeing you because you on the other side, but I see your comments, right? So leave a comment, share it. Use this, use this as a in as long I know, but use it as a witnessing tool at However, y'all, it leads you to, but it's all good, man. Hallelujah, we out of here. Shalom. You are you listening, are, to, you are listening to, to the Explicit Truth Podcast.